Welcome, everyone, to this mini episode of Charmed Life and to Phase 21 of 29 Days of Lunar Phase. I am Trisha Carr. I am your host here on this channel, on this podcast. This is, as I said, a mini episode of Charmed Life. I do my full episodes on Sunday. And my upcoming episode has guest Scott Stabile, author and workshop wizard. So I hope you'll catch that uh, tomorrow if you are listening along with this program as it is delivered. And this is the 21st day in this 29 days of lunar phasing and charting the moon's energy every single day of this powerful lunar cycle. And we are still in the waning gibbous. I almost forgot what it was. <laughs> the waning gibbous moon. And in this waning gibbous, we are just past the harvest. And this is the time when our illumination is beginning to shrink, to diminish. But this isn't something that is disappointing. It's because as we diminish our illumination facing the earth, as the moon is doing this, and we are doing it as well, we are turning back to the source. So turning back to the source in this place of fully satiated experience, having had our harvest, having shared. And we may start to begin thinking about our intentions. So this actually really calls for self-care. Self-care comes in many different forms. And if you are aligning with this at some other time outside of, of this actual delivery of it, of November of 2019, then... I know that you could probably increase your self-care somewhere along the way because I think we're conditioned that self-care is selfish. And in truth, it is, it is actually fundamental to us being of appropriate service uh, for being balanced at all, for being able to be who it is we're meant to be. And that principle is relevant in what is sort of colloquially referred to as the golden rule. And this golden rule is stated in many different forms in every major religion, every kind of well-known belief structure or most more common belief structure. And in the Bible, and it, it is said, um, one of the ways it's, it's delivered is, love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. And if you grow up with the King James Version, or most, most of us do anyway, <laughs> is love thy neighbor as thyself. And this isn't really necessarily a command. This is a statement of simple fact. If you intend to love another, you can only do it as you love yourself. If you want to care for another, you can only serve from a full cup. Now, that's how that particular sacred text or religious text, whatever your views of it are. But in metaphysics, we recognize, and even in quantum physics, we recognize that energy is a whole system, that there is no separation, that it's just one energy. And therefore, with that one energy, if you are not being an appropriate steward and caretaker and in balance with your own energy, then you necessarily pull from the other energy around. And this is also just how nature works. If you listen to this program or any of my work at all, then you do hear me talk about the ecosystem. And the ecosystem is just another way to look at that one energy or the universe. And it's just obvious in nature. And we are nature. In an ecosystem, every component serves every component because there is no separation. And in order for the bee to 
have its meal, the flower must express itself and the bee takes the pollen to other places and the trees service one another along their mycelial network and it all just functions. If there is any item that is in need or in want, then the ecosystem will serve it. And so if we are capable of serving ourselves, of caring for ourselves, then that is the best way that we can begin our service, begin our service to the ecosystem or the universe or whoever else is around us. And so this, this feeling, this um, topic of self-care is, is something that could be really reviewed at this time of the waning gibbous. And I've actually seen it show up synchronistically around in, in, in around me with myself personally and others around me and my network and my friends right around the last 24 hours with this with the intention starting to shift and we, we're reviewing what it is that we have created and begin to think about the next creation presence is really in order and that self-care is the best way we can begin to think about cr- planting new crops now, self-care at this time uh, with the waning gibbous would, could look like doing less and allowing more because we are at just past that peak of harvest. And so this isn't necessarily the time of high action. This does, if you can take time off, great. If you have to do some normal tasks in your normal work, great. But keep it at the sort of normal and even keel. This wouldn't be the time that the, the lunar energy is offering you to do extra. And now, as I mentioned a couple of times along this series, is that what I'm actually charting is the global lunar cycle, what the moon is offering and what we are all collectively experiencing. But we each and all, each, every one of us have our own individual cycle, our own individual lunar cycle. And for people who menstruate, it's very, it's easy to chart that because it coincides with your reproductive bleed. And for people who do not menstruate, then it asks that you go deep within and experience what your energy is at that time. And then you can actually chart it along with the global lunar cycle. And now, so therefore, if as we have the waning gibbous right now, if your personal lunar cycle is one of action, which is more akin to that um, first quarter experience just after the new moon and the first quarter leading up to the full moon, that time there is, is, is a higher action time. And your personal cycle may be more aligned with that, while the outer global cycle is more aligned with relaxing. So you see how these two components could actually work together if you are observing this. These two components could work together because you could be taking action and respecting the field, respecting what is going on outside, what the collective is agreeing on. So if at, let's say, if you have a project at work, Perhaps every the, the collective of that project at work would be a bit more of moving along at an even pace and sort of just kind of taking it a little bit more balanced where you could be servicing and helping to take some action because the new intentions collectively are beginning to be considered. So this is just another tip that I want to give you about how you can balance your own personal lunar cycle with the outer lunar cycle. It can be a really fun and interesting journey. So far as the collective is concerned, know that it is time to be more quiet. 
be quiet so that you can begin to hear the voice of spirit, begin to hear the voice, the very subtle voice of new intentions. Still be in your satisfied state because in your satisfaction, you will be able to understand what it is that you have and then build upon it when it is time to plant the new seeds. And when we don't do self-care, then we can get ourselves in trouble. And this is because the self-care will be received. It will happen. <laughs> you know, if, it's, uh, if we think about it as the subconscious mind, the subconscious mind, which is also like the intuitive mind or the spirit mind, the collective subconscious, it will always outpicture. Everything that is in our experience was first experienced as energy. Everything that is outpictured was first inward and in an inner experience. And so if we are working too hard past that threshold of the time of high action and the self-care is starting to really call out in the quiet inner spaces, but we're not listening to it because we're kind of willfully pushing past it, then we could actually have something that shows up like an injury or an illness or some other kind of maybe some other act of nature that inhibits you from continuing to move along in that really high-powered pace when it's time to slow down. I have a story about this. A, t a teacher of mine told the story of she of when she was uh, had her third child. So she had two twins first. Um, two twins, yeah. She had twins first. And then after these twins were about, I think, three years old, about three years old, she had her next child, her third child. And these twins were, you know, a handful, as kids are. And the first child, in this case, first children, are competitive with that second child or the third child in this case. And she's really funny. I'm not, I'm not attributing it to her because she tells it in class, but um, I haven't seen it, you know, if she tells it in public <laughs> or not. But I'll just tell this one little funny line. She says, the, the twins' first words were, put the baby down, <laughs> because <laughs> they were wanting all of mom's attention as they had been getting. And she was feeling very stressed out because she needed to be with her new child, to bond with her new child, and to have that special time that you have in order to, you know, create your relationship but the demands of her first two children, her twins, were inhibiting that. And as I said, the subconscious mind, the spirit mind, will manifest what you need. And so her story goes on that she actually experienced, I, I believe it was some kind of injury, I, or maybe it was some kind of um, immune issue. I can't remember the story, and it doesn't matter. But it did put her in the need to go to bed rest for a while. And so she did have to call in help from her partner or, or whomever to help with those twins. And she did get that time to spend with her new baby, to bond and to be in this experience that was so very needed. And so it, and she eventually recovered from whatever was ailing her as well. But the subconscious mind was going to manifest what she needed. When we have that cognitive dissonance of, well, I should do this, but this is what I need the re the true needs will be created whether we know it or not whether we're conscious of it or not and there's some peace there too because this aligns with the message of when we had our when we have our full moon and we recognize that as our creation and we start to get in the energy of gratitude and appreciation so we can experience what we have created what we have manifested and to stay out of the energy of what might be disappointment or self-judgment sometimes because we think we should have created more and better. 
And this is all a journey. This is all a cycle. This is just this lunar phase. And the bounty that we have is what we want to recognize now. And we realize, as I've said a few times along this series, that what you have manifested and what you have not manifested is exactly what you need. And so the subconscious mind or the spirit mind will manifest what you need. And whether that is when you're out of balance and it, and it makes you take a break in some kind of natural act or whatever it may be, or just some clarity one day, like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. That's kind of a more gentle way to do it, obviously. If we can avoid having the injury, having our back go out or getting a cold to force us into whatever self-care we've been avoiding, that's a gentler way to unpack the energy. And on the positive side, what you have manifested is what you need now. If you are in, the, in that observant position and you think, well, I need more or I want more, well, the desire and the, the, uh, the disparity between what it is you're desiring to create and what has not yet been created is grace so you can refine that frequency. And so what you have manifested is what you need. You have manifested the lack of something because you are still refining your most perfect, perfect frequency about it. Not only that, but you're also aligning with the synchronism of nature, the synchronism of the universe. And so all of this requires deep presence. And it is hard for us humans to be deeply present. I do, this, I do these episodes and I do these, these talks and this work so that I can hear it and feel it myself, so I can run the frequencies myself. And finally, I'll say that self-care comes in many different forms. And, you know, you may not be able to take days off work, and that isn't, the, that isn't your highest value to actually take off work or take off time from maybe your family or friends. But you can do things in a more balanced pace while you continue to work, while you continue to serve your friends and family or spend time with them. And it can come in micro self-care experiences. It could be a bath. It could be... Um, 10 minutes of reading something that is just for pure fun or pleasure. It could be doing something like getting your car washed. You know, that's something that I procrastinate on. And I, I really don't like having a dirty car. I really love having a clean car. But I go, 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 and I'll overlook that. And I kind of think, well, that's okay. It's just me. And, you know, I don't care if people judge me. And, and that's all true. But I really, for me, like to have a clean car. <laughs> and so it can come in many different ways, that self-care. Do something nice for yourself. Be kind to yourself. Say kind words to yourself. Find a way to experience your authentic inner voice who loves you, loves you because he or she knows you so perfectly, knows your talent knows your heart, knows all of the good intentions. And every thought and action that you have at the core of it is a good intention. It just is. Even if the, sometimes there's a lot of static around it <laughs> at the execution, at the, at the root of it, it's a good intention to keep you safe and to help you to thrive even. And so getting quiet enough, doing self-care as, so as to be able to hear the gentle voice of that spirit mind, of that subconscious mind, of those gentle intentions, well, then we can get clarity on those intentions and hone them so that there isn't static around them and we'll have a more streamed line process of manifestation. And continue to trust the process. 
because we are here in order to be on a journey of co-creation, to be in a plane of co-creation. The universe truly is conspiring for your success, for your abundance, and for your thriving, and everything is here to serve you as you are here to serve everything. That's a guess. That's just another way to say the golden rule, isn't it? Well, that's day 21, this 21st phase of this lunar cycle, and I will check in with you tomorrow. Take care of yourself, be kind to yourself, and thanks for tuning in. I love you, whoever you are. Thank you.